We are back this week as Mr. Brown comes all the way back from the southeast. Spent some time down where it was hotter than the hubs of Hades, which he brought back with him. So we decided to go out to Mile High and talk to Broncos country since we got some news happening out there. And we got Mongo's News of the Week coming up. So everybody stay tuned. We got a great show for you. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Mongo. He's back, baby. Are you disappointed in the episode we did without you, Mr. Brown? Let me tell you something, brother. Oh, no. I'm glad to be back in the foothills of West Virginia, but I brought the heat with me, brother. Son of a bitch, it's hot today. Yeah. Milk was a bad choice. Exactly. <laughs> yes. No white Russians for you today. No. It is hot though. Like we we brought a well, Mongo brought a portable air conditioner. That didn't help it cool down in time. No, so it actually kind of heated it up in here. A yeah. Little bit. Even though we were venting the exhaust, but I think the twelve inch gap in the window screwed us. It may have. We weren't getting anywhere. But and we waited till it was a heat index of a hundred before we plugged it in. It was. That might have been something yeah, to do with it too. But uh, you know, you live and learn, baby. Right, That's right, how right. it is. We know in the wintertime we're solid. Oh, absolutely. But uh, that air like- conditioner will work in the wintertime. I guarantee <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Damn it blows cold. <laughs> oh man, we got a lot to go over. I, I do want to start with some personal stuff first before we give a rundown for everybody, but you know, Canadian Biggie, he is uh, almost Canadian this week. Uh, but how much do you enjoy when Biggie's out of town? His interaction increases, and then just the randomness that he sends us. I can't explain it. Yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, when he moved back, I was thinking that would be, like, the Biggie I would get when he lives here. And he's my neighbor within walking distance, and I get more interaction from him when he's across the border, north of the border. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. I mean, he actually is higher right now than Toronto. Yeah. So, I mean, he might as well be in Canada. Yeah. He I was mean, pretty high when he ate them carrots, he, I assure he's you. North, oh, don't yeah. <laughs> so if, if carrots nobody, and dirt. If nobody listening follows the social media uh, stuff, Biggie just sent us a random video, what, like midnight? Yeah. And it was no no audio. Course, it's 10 o'clock there. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still just, it's dark. And this random ass video he doesn't comes say in. anything. He doesn't even. He just kind of lightly cleans off a carrot with his thumb. Barely. There's still dirt on there. And Lots he just of dirt. munches it, takes a bite out of it, throws it in the ground, picks up another bunch of carrots, cluster. and does it again. I think the only thing I heard him say was nom 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 nom. He's nom, just nom. breathing heavy and eating carrots. He's just making sweet love. <laughs> he was breathing heavy. Sweet love into those carrots. We love you, Biggie, but you were breathing heavy. And so he that did that one, and then he did the. Uh, one in the side-by-side. The side-by-side, the state fair, talking about building things that he's got uh, his eye on up there. Are we okay? What happened? Like a hybrid hornet. What? Uh, I, you got a what? It, murder hornets? Yes. You know, the heat brings we'll, we'll out everybody. Leave, we'll leave it alone for now. I feel like getting stung by a hybrid hornet. I'm, I'm glad you took care of that so it didn't sneak up on me. Exactly. That means a lot. But. I caught him in this... Baseball photos. <laughs> so in my scroll. So you had a you had a autograph giveaway tonight. All the good stuff we do normally back in the routine. But last week, I know you went to Atlanta. You went to I went to parts. two uh, D backs games in Atlanta, and actually they lost both games. And like I've been to several games in Atlanta here in the last two or three years, and I'm probably ten games over five hundred watching them live mm. until they lost both games. Man, and then we're driving to Hilton Head. 
um, to in the day games on the radio. So then it was a Strider game, and they won that game while we're driving away. <laughs> well, at least but at least they salvaged something. Yeah, it's not a sweep, right? Right. But uh, I uh, I saw that the highlight. Oh, were you at the game that the guy fell during the race of the freeze? No. That's disappointing. Did I think you that see was that? The very next day. That was the next day. Yeah. That's why they won. They just put the karma in there. Friend of the show, we've had him on. I can't remember his name. His Nigel Talton. Yeah. But the freeze, Mongo. Do you know what we're talking about? Oh yeah, the guy that races people around. Yeah. The so he's like track, a legit. He's a legit like Olympic uh, alternate or yeah, something. Right. Like he he's up there. But he, you know he's part of the grounds crew. No, I did not. And yeah. we we've, we interviewed him last year. And so, he's uh, yeah. Cool. So his his full time job there at the stadium is actually the grounds crew. And he gets a little reprieve. Not much of a break while everybody else gets to relax. He's got to go sprint. How many feet is that? Hell, I don't know. That's a lot. It's, it's they a get, lot. They give him a big jump, too. Producer, can you look up how many feet it is from left field foul pole to right field foul pole in Major League Baseball? This will be a test for our producer to see if he can do exactly. that. <laughs> He's no help. You're fine. The, uh, all right, so... Yeah, he had a good time there. But we had a, a lot of baseball stuff going on, right? So let's just kind of jump into that. You got the trade deadline. and hey, I, real quick, though. Yeah. So when I was down in Atlanta, then we transitioned to Hilton Head, and I'm wearing Savannah banana gear, right? So I've been to Denver. I've been all over the country I've watching baseball. Man. And everywhere I go, they talk about the banana shirt. But given the fact I was right there in Hilton Head, right near Savannah, no one said a damn word. It was kind of weird. Maybe it's just old hat for them. No, it's just that. Yeah, it's right yeah, there it's in that area. It's just normal now. Right. It's like, no, like we don't talk about pepperoni rolls here with each other, but just, you bring a foreigner in, they're like, oh, my God, what is this? Exactly. Well, so the conversation started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's their, their, their stomping grounds. Just different. But um, so baseball news. Shohei got taken off the market. The trade deadline is, what are we, like five days away now? Yeah, 31st. And uh, you haven't had a lot of movement yet, but you've had some. So just uh, what are your thoughts so far, Mr. Baseball Brown? I think where there's the extra wild card, there's so many teams still deciding whether they're in it or out. Are you surprised the Angels are one of those that decided to I be in? I am because Trout, where Trout's hurt. Um, and Rendon got hurt, which he hasn't done anything since he's been there. <laughs> That's but, a blessing in disguise. Uh, they don't have a lot of pitching, so I was shocked that they're like, you know what, we're just going to go all in, and then they went and got uh, Giolito and Ronaldo uh, Lopez from the White Sox. Giolito was the one I wanted the Reds to get. He's he's a great strikeout per nine pitcher. He's got swing and miss stuff. Um, I think a chain of sen- scenery will do nothing but help the guy. I'm not oh. saying they'll make the playoffs, but it's a good move for the rotation. I will say, uh, just because I have Shohei in fantasy, uh, had a nice little uh, outing today. The pitcher where, uh, or the catcher? The, or the hitter. Pitcher. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I only have him as a pitcher. Yeah. But he had a shutout today. First not, career complete game. Complete game, baby. You got to love it. He, yeah. only, he gave up uh, a couple hits, but still, you know, great outing. And then he goes and he bats. So. I just, to me, Angels are going nowhere fast. You would get way more right now than you would next year at the deadline. Mm. Unless they trade him at the, like the winter, uh, um, winter the, the hot stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the winter meetings, if they trade him there, when you have a chance to actually sit down with nothing else going on, you get a big haul there. But if they wait till next year's deadline, they're they're pennies on the dollar. Is he going to reset contracts? Is yes. it is it just going to break the system? I think so. Kind of like uh, what we've seen in the NFL, Deshaun Watson, stupid contract, yeah. and now it's like kind of. 
everybody that gets signed, it's just a better deal, better deal. But like, how can you honestly, if you expect Otani to be healthy for the length of the contract and do dual role, like there's nothing that so you could rival if that. He, if he signs for less than seven hundred million, I'll be wow. I'll be shocked. Wow, Mr. Brown. Last time it was after the show, wasn't on the show, that you made a comment, and and if you could talk on that a little bit about why you you didn't want your Braves to get him about what he would cost and how much he actually how much he actually plays as far as pitching. Now, depending on what they wanted in a, in a return package, I would absolutely take him for the next two seasons. But if the Braves traded for him, it would be to win back to back championships um, for no other reason. Now, if they think the risk-reward is we're going to win two titles and give up a lot of our depth and our franchise, I think a lot of teams would take that risk. But I don't want them signing him long-term to a new contract because – Because uh, Atlanta's already in a situation where you feel like you're going to be competitive for the next five yeah, years no matter what. They're not what. going to pay what he wants anyway, but um, I would love to see him for the next two years on his current deal. Mm. Um, but – I'd rather see like a team like the Mets sign him to the new deal because you're going to be tied into $700 million in one player and you're paying for a two-way player. If he gets hurt, it's most likely going to be on the pitching side. So then now you're only paying like $60 million or more per season for just a hitter. I, I wish I would have given you time to prep for this because I'm really curious. Can you think of any like big-time contracts in Major League Baseball and those teams have gone on to be like pennant winners or just – like, I feel like all the big names, like Tatis and Machado in San Diego are sitting there. Like, what, what are some of the biggest contracts over the past few years? A-Rod, what did the Yankees get out of him? I mean, that's going back uh, quite uh, a bit. But yeah. Bryce Harper, they went to the World Series last year. There you go. Bryce okay. Harper would be one. Yeah. But, I mean, Bryce Harper's contract, in my opinion, is fair. The dude's a baller. As he, time he, is, he plays out every time. As time play. has gone by, right. you feel like it's now, even value, right? I think he'll – even though he was hurt and he's DHing right now – I think he's one that'll play decent to the next contract. Yeah, but contract. dude came back so quick, yeah. man. Like that shows us. He's like the John Cena of Major League Baseball. He's not ready for the Royal Rumble. Dude, he brings it. So I mean, I think that'll be a contract that'll go down as a win-win for both. Yeah. But I, you can't say many. Right. That's what I'm, I'm getting at. It's like every time somebody, it's like that almost across all sports. But it's weird with baseball because there is no cap. So here's, here's just to drill down on it real quick. You had uh, Orlando Arcia. The All-Star Game starter for the National League making $3 million a year. You had Bogarts. I didn't even know it was that high. You had Bogarts. You had Swanson. And you had – who else got signed? You had uh, – who else is the – oh, Trey Turner. Oh, Trey Turner. Those were money. the three studs in the free agent market. Got massive deals. The smallest one was Dansby making $25 million per, and he ends up being RCS backup in the All-Star Game. <laughs> the irony, right? Exactly. So, to me, you got to play it smart and know – like, to me, if it's past what you want to pay as an organization, you don't budge. And that's what the Braves have done. Hmm. Mongo, do you have a squad? I don't even know. Like, do you have a baseball team? I, I like the Reds. Yeah, I like the Reds. I, I'd say that's my favorite team. I'm not a big follower You keep of spending time with us. He'll, he'll get sucked in. Yeah. Baseball's – there's too much happening right now. There's so much young talent in the game. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And I'm glad your boy finally put De La Cruz where I've been asking him to be. lead off. Yeah. I, I saw that, and I was like, damn, about three weeks too late. But I like it. Mm. He needs to be up there lead off. He does, I, I like him at one. I like McLean at two because McLean's raking at 300. Has McLean been batting third? 
Yeah, but uh, see, I, they they need to sit Votto down. We talked about that. You need him and McLean one and two. I think so. Put the talent at the top, and they both can run the bases. And you you can put Fraley or Steer or one of those other guys. Three and four, right yeah, there. I mean, I, I don't. But Votto, you know what Votto's batting since he's come back? He's he like had a hot stretch for one week. He's like one eighty three. I believe it. Yeah, I mean it's just so in Canarsie on Strand needs to just go over there. Yeah, some kind of a rest strategy with Votto, like uh, basketball. No, he is not, not Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> he needs more poutine. He, he does. I don't. I think he's getting plenty of that. No, mm. the Canadian delicacy. That's, yeah, it's that shit means French fries with cheese and gravy. Uh, and lots of curds. Yeah, lots cheese of cheese curds. curds. Cheese curds, don't you know? Exactly. All right, who else is making moves? Make uh, a prediction. The Dodgers made a few. They already did. They did. They got Kiki back. They got Kiki back. They signed. They just traded for Ahmed Rosario from the Guardians, and the Guardians just traded for Noah Syndergaard, and they traded. I don't even know what he's been doing. Nothing. I, I wouldn't think so. They traded. Uh, who did they trade for him? I think it was Rosario for Syndergaard. Um, yeah. And then the Brewers just got Carlos Santana from the Pirates. Played by Carlos Santana. Uh, <laughs> Orioles and the D-backs are going to make a move. Um, they're both heavily rumored to be involved with Shohei. So if you're saying that. Yeah, you, you have intentions. Right now, Baltimore's number two in the power rankings in MLB. So mm. if, if Baltimore don't go out and get a few pieces to support this youth movement – they're idiots. They're just the same old Baltimore. Don't do what you did last year. Right. You know? No, you go get a starter and a bat this offseason right now. I hear you. So you weren't here last week, but the game you were at was uh, probably the one that – it was a player that got Mongo's attention last week, which I'm just excited because he brought him up. Uh, who, who was your stud that, you, that, that kind of raised your eyebrows at? You remember? No. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm looking. Corbin. Oh, yeah. Corbin oh, Carroll. Yeah. Uh, he he struck out and stole first base and turned it into a triple. And Were you looked, at that game? Yes. Was that the 15 to 12 game or whatever? Yes. Yes, I was there. A lot happened in there. 16 13. 16 13. <laughs> How do you score 13 runs and you lose? Very carefully. So I gotta admit, it was it was a fun game to be at. Bombs left and right. You get numb to it after a minute. No, it's kind of like enough already. Someone play it. some defense and pitching. Uh, I lived through the twenty-five to one in Colorado. I'll be uh, okay. You, you maybe it's you. Yeah. Just say hi. I walk it's in me. and stare away. Just feel a plentiful. He's the problem. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I already feel the masculinity running through me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I, let's. You want to talk Corbin Carroll though? Uh, the dude plays the game the right way. He hustles on every single possession. Uh, he's a younger guy. He's only like five ten, but he's like a ball of muscle. Height don't matter. And he's 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 a potential thirty thirty guy, uh, probably if not this year, next year. So yep. he's a great guy in the three hole in Arizona to start leading that squad. It is man. He, he's like twenty three years old. Yes, young sir. Guy. Again, on, man, there's stars. Very everywhere. well liked in the cl- uh, clubhouse. On that play, I'd love to see. I'd love to see how he ranks up on speed-wise against players from other sports, track stars. He looked stupid fast. Oh, he's but not he's, as fast as De La, De La Cruz. Yeah, I mean, but course, De La Cruz he, takes one step for Yeah, he yeah. only needs two steps to yeah, throw the first not, base. it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I might as well have him do high hurdles and see who does better. Correct. But, uh, you know, it's, it is interesting. Baseball gets slept on for how fast some of these guys are. Yeah, uh, I mean, like when you track that first to second or first to third or whatever it is, 
it's you know what it is it's that feeling though like you're getting chased like you know somebody runs the 40 at the combine but you put linebackers behind them all of a sudden they run a little different right run a little faster you put de la cruz versus uh the cheetah who wins I, i think it's still the cheetah Right, but De La Cruz, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, does it compare? Like, how much slower is De La Cruz than the Cheetah? Like, you remember when? D- did you remember? Did you see last year when DK Metcalf ran at the Olympic uh, um, or the NCAA Championships or something like that? And he didn't win, but I you know, it was Olympic qualifier. Maybe it was, and, and dude just went out there. And he he didn't finish last. He was like eighth or something like that. With no big man. Yeah, there's just yeah. like look at this monster. That's guy. a freight train, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've like, loved Matt Cap since he came in. I'm the number one you, fan in this fan. You club. have been. We've uh, we've criticized his ability. Biggie to, and Brad or Chad is shit all over him. I'm not shit all over him. It said, you know, maybe not the best route runner, being able to find the pockets in the zone. But I'm know, a freak. I don't have to be good at that. You're right. Nobody ever gets tired of the two clips he's got. The one where the dude just like slams into him and falls down. And uh, he just stands there like he just shrugged it off like nothing. Exactly. And then the one. I ain't going to be a good route runner. Then the People bounce break. off of me. And I'm fast, bro. When he ch- chased down Buddha. Buddha Baker. I knock people down my pecs. <laughs> there, Next there's question. There's a lot of guys with just raw talent that they get drafted, but that translate later on to a successful career. And Metcalf looks good. He looks oh, like he's going to have a great career. All right, so I put that in the football group today about John Ross retired from the NFL. And he's a better version of David Boston. David Boston's problem was he couldn't get off the uh, the uh, Somas and uh, all that stuff. He got jacked. He yeah. got huge. Yeah. He was like playing 285 at the yeah. end of his career. He's like, you going to be a tight end? <laughs> tight he's end, like, left tackle. Yeah, or yeah he could have, right? Like, do you remember when him and Charles Woodson got into yeah, it in yeah. college? If that happened in the pros, Woodson's head would have fell off. They'd have used his actual head for his uh, Canton. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Just, we'll just yeah. take your head. It'll be like right now. Futurama where they right. put those uh, yeah. heads in the water or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. His future bus <laughs> is right there. They just tore it off. I, I wasn't ready to go off baseball yet oh. just because we had the Hall of Fame, and it wasn't a big class. So how, how, did, how did you feel like the writers and whatnot did this time? Uh, McGriff, long overdue. Uh, 30 home runs for six different teams. Model of consistency. Uh, there wasn't a team he played for that was like, man, I wish we didn't sign McGriff. Yeah, there's not a one, right? He, uh, was, a, he was a legitimate straight up, Straight up professional. Um, he wasn't like a gold glove first baseman, but he was right in the middle of the pack. Never going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, but the dude just showed up to work every single day. And probably, in my opinion, had the best backswing in the history of baseball. He looked like a damn like, – like it looked like a tomahawk. Like a helicopter. Fitting for the Braves. Helicopter backswing. I've never really noticed. I'll have to go he back and like watch. Hmm. Oh, like – okay. I got it's crazy. You. Nobody knows what he just did, but I no, – I mean, I, I had to know. show you. Yes. Did it, like it, a double check. It looks like there. a helicopter. Like backswing. Mm. But uh, and then Sh- Scott Rowland, uh, that's a tough one, right? I wasn't. I'm not like big on the Scott Rowland train, but like when you dive into his numbers, I can't get mad about it compared to other third basemen. Yeah, I mean defensively, he was he was a ball player. Uh, like, and I hate to keep saying Harold Baines, but I mean like there's worse players in there. There, there are, but that doesn't mean we lower the bar. No, I agree. But Rowland, he's a lot like a couple guys in the league now that are question marks, right? Like. Do you feel about Votto the way you feel about Roland, kind of? Is that fair? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. And then uh, who's the other one that we got right now? That um, there's another one like Vada that's right there. I can't think. Granky. Granky's the other one. You know. I don't but, like Granky. Yeah, and, and that's fair. He's but a dick. Well, that's that doesn't do you any favors. Just ask, uh, you know, Barry Bonds and A Rod how that's working. There you out. go. But, all right, so you uh, went ahead and submitted a premature ballot for next year. I did. Um, so we'll give him time to pull that up, Mongo. But uh, have you ever been to Cooperstown? Do you ever have any desire to go? I want to go. I'm I'm hungry for it. I want to I want to go. I've never been to either Hall of Fame. And I can't tell you how many. You've probably driven by Canton a hundred times. I've driven by Canton. I can't tell you how many times. I drive sixty thousand miles a year, and uh, they, they have Mister Brown's calf on display at Canton. I've heard that. It's yeah. a step above the bus. Yeah. yeah. They had to make a new mold. Jerome yeah. Bettis looks at it enviously. It does. Wow. Yeah. Then I look at his retirement package and then I'm envious. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. He's, he, may, he might not be like Their Latrell retirement Spreewell. package sucks. Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. He probably can't even feed his kids I need these food days. Stamps. All right, you got your ballot? I do. So 2024, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, here's the newcomers. You have Beltre, Adrian Gonzalez, Joe Maurer, Chase Utley, and David Wright. So of those five, I only went Adrian Beltre. I feel like Utley and Wright aren't even close. Utley's closer than you may realize. What's his war? You know? 64. Wow. So. Wow. I had no idea. I'm glad you brought that up. Because. I would have said like 45. Uh, Beltre's, or sorry, Utley's war is higher than uh, Helton's, Jones, and Sheffield. Hmm. Higher than, and I love Sheffield. All right, so I think that Utley will make it in within the first five years. All right. I just didn't put him I, on my ballot. I think that might help, too, with the fact that we don't have huge ballots coming, right? Like, it's getting thin. Yeah, so Maurer, I didn't vote for. He'll get in. Mr. Mr. Twin. He'll get in. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a big Joe Maurer fan. He'll get in. Um, Utley will get in. Wright will never get in. Adrian Gonzalez will never get in. But I went Beltran only. All right. Returning players, Beltran, I did not vote for. Uh, Todd Helton, I did. He was 72% this year. He'll get in next year for sure. Is the only reason he's not in is because of the Colorado yeah. you know, stats? Dude, that dude had good splits. Okay. That dude was a hitter. And he played tennis, or, ten, Tennessee quarterback, right? <laughs> Was he? He was quarterback for Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jones, i am been heavy on this train, Andrew Jones train. Best defensive center fielder of all time by Sabermetrics. I, I hate the way we measure defense in baseball. I don't feel like it proportionately will highlight a player like Andrew Jones. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he is. I, I don't even think it's arguable, right? Like, no, per the, per the defensive war, he's the best. Way above King Griffey Jr., William Hayes, everyone else. Right, and these guys had great bats, so right. it was like they're also known for and, – and he was above average bat, but wasn't great. Andrew gets penalized for his later years where he tailed off and then he even ended up in Japan for a minute. Um, but the dude still has 440 home runs. He's the best defensive center fielder of all time. Um, and you're, you're not going to put him in? Like, you're going to put Ozzie Smith in, who hit 262 with like 27 home runs? But you're not going to put in the best center fielder of all time. Shortstop and center field are the backbone of baseball defenses. So how long is it going to take for it to happen? I think he gets in next year that you're after. That, that soon. He gets in. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Manny Ramirez I didn't vote for. A-Rod I didn't vote for. And I voted for Sheffield and Billy Wagner. Why didn't you vote for Manny? 
So I'm very, uh, I got a very draw the line in the sand rule here, and and I'm consistent. You failed the test. No, I don't care if you did steroids or not. If you if, if between up until 2003 ish or whenever it was 2001 to three, I don't remember the year off the top of my head when they started testing for steroids. If you just had suspicion and you never failed a drug test and you never been penalized for it, you didn't break a rule. Just like if, if you murdered someone and you got off, you didn't murder them. OJ. Right? Ray Lewis. Exactly. Hmm. I'm just saying, you're, you're proven innocent, right? They, did, they didn't convict no, him of I'm, I'm with you. I, th- I think we've all been pretty no, so, good so, with so that. A-Rod's never getting in. Manny's never getting in. Uh, but I think Bonds and Clemens should be in. But Ortiz failed. That's, and that's a travesty. But they also said it was like in that first pool – well, he's a very likable guy, though. It helps, right? But Bonds and Clement should be in right now. I agree. Gary Sheffield should be in now. Because you can't take it away from those guys because they were competing right. against the same guys. And it was I, just Bonds and, or sorry, McGuire and Sosa should be in. It is what it is. Everyone There's legends in the game. Everyone loved the fact they brought baseball back from the strike and Bud Selig and everyone else turned their heads. We knew what was going on. We're going to act all innocent about it. They brought the game back that we loved. They never got suspended. Put them in. Fair enough. I mean, McGuire and Sosa. That was probably one of the. That was probably one of the best years in baseball. Honestly. See, Mongo don't even race. like baseball that much. You mentioned McGuire and so, Sosa, and he's like, "I can speak on this. I can speak on that. Everybody knows that." With two guys going head to head like that, there's only one other season I can think of where two individuals just stole the summer, just going head to head. Remember, Griffey was in there up until right, like right, late right, July, right. and right. they just left him. Right, but you had. Big Mac land, you had Sosa running out there after you do that you know, crow hop, after that home run and, like, uh, jump through the freaking atmosphere. Yeah, the, the hop. Yeah, after he hit it. And then he would run through the outfield with the American flag. and Like, he was a likable character. Yeah. Big Mac land was amazing. Like, you're like, oh, he's, he's the man, right? Because he was big when he was in 87 when he hit 49 home runs as a rookie. But the only other season that compares to that, this 1941 with Ted Williams and Joe, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Joe DiMaggio. Oh. DiMaggio had a 56-game hit streak the same year that Ted Williams hit 406, and they went back and forth that summer. So it's the only thing I can compare it to. No, that's that's fair. Um, what about uh, just because you were mentioned, you know, Sosa and McGuire and guys that aren't in the Hall of Fame, never failed a test, might have lied to Congress, but what about Rafael Balmero? You think he ought to be in? I do. Or is the sleaze of the, like, clearly lying under oath enough to... I don't care. Yeah. Because it didn't matter because the rules of the game didn't apply. Here's my thing, though. So, like, it wasn't even in a... In a at the time, it wasn't even cheating because you weren't tested. Well, it was against the rules, but they didn't do anything to no, police it. Exactly. So you couldn't prove anyone broke the rules. But you, you bring spitballers out there and the spider tech, tech or whatever, and if the guys got suspended for that... What's the difference between that and a guy doing steroids and never got caught? Like, how are you going to wave one and not the other? You can make the argument that maybe, like, the spotter tag and stuff like that. And the spitballs were worse. Yeah, more effective. Because Gaylord Perry, known for spitballs. Yeah. Hall of Famer. First ballot, I believe. And, like, you can take the roids, but you still got to put in the work. Right. It just don't magically fit. And it don't change your hand-eye coordination. It doesn't change the way the ball moves. So, But I, I got questioned a lot on that in the group when I produced this ballot, and they're like, so why Sheffield, not Manny or A-Run? I was like, because they both fell drug tests. That's simple mm. for me. Now everyone thinks like me, but I, that's my stance, and I'm being consistent. 
Well, that's a fair enough stance. Well, if you want to hear more about that, don't be hesitant to go over to the Facebook group, America's Pastime for the Love of Baseball. We do an autograph giveaway every single week. Every Thursday. Every Thursday before we do the show usually. Right. And you even have some guys that give you autographs that are former professionals. you got, what, over 400 now? Yep. 400 like four, and climbing. Or 15 and climbing. And, you know, you do the giveaway, and then they end up commenting on the autograph you give away like they did tonight. Yep. So definitely awesome. And uh, while we're making cheap pubs, you know, don't forget to check out the website, wdksports.us. You can leave us a voicemail, which, you know, we got a couple coming in from North Dakota here shortly. Uh, and then we also uh, have a guest intake form you can do on there. So we're going to segue into a little bit of NFL discussion here. We're going to take a break, but we're going to bring you this. Uh, we reached out to uh, a bunch of people on social media. Last minute, had some cancel- cancellations with our guest tonight. But uh, with all the news coming out of Sean Payton's mouth with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, we thought, let's go talk to a Broncos fan. Let's see how they're feeling about all this right now. But is it fair to say shots fired? But yeah, we got Matt Maney on. Matt Matt Maney was running wild. You know, he, he had some fun with us. We yeah. had some technical issues with uh, some other young, guests. Young pup. But uh, 22 years old. I feel know, bad when you don't know what NBA Jam is. Didn't know what NBA Jam is. So It's terrible. That's my only knock on Matt's interview tonight. He probably else. doesn't know what roaming minutes are either. Probably doesn't know. What Wait till after nine. Wait till after nine p.m. Uh, all right. So since it's roaming time, let's go ahead and let you listen to this interview. We'll be back in a minute. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we decided to shift gears a little bit today because we had some news in Broncos country. That's right. Yeah, you got to remember the tagline there. That's Russ, right. uh, Russ is making it big. So. We decided to reach out to uh, Broncos uh, country on social media, and we got Matt joining us here from uh, enemy territory, I guess, but we're going to get to that here in a second. Uh, you know, we, we had some news that come out about Sean Payton, and he was really rattling the cage, and we've had a lot of talk about whether or not we feel like Russ is going to bounce back. Was it was Nathaniel Hackett just that bad? I mean, I don't know. Your, your your initial thoughts on it, though. Uh, you know what? I'm going to read the statement, and we'll just go from there. So this is what was said on what happened last year. There's so much dirt around that. There's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed, tolerated in this freaking training rooms, the meeting rooms, the offense. I don't know, Hackett. A lot of people had their dirt on, hand, on their hands. It wasn't just Russ. He didn't just flip. He still's got it. This bullshit that he hit a wall. Shoot, they couldn't get a play in. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. It doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed, Peyton said, and that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much expletive time trying to win the offseason, the PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around and all that stuff. We're not doing any of that. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL that's how bad it was. Broncos mm-hmm. fan, how the hell does that make you feel hearing that? I honestly, whenever Sean Payton's speaking about on the team, I'm with him because he's experienced, you know, and he's seen how teams work and all that. He's been around, what, 15 years? He won a Super Bowl. And last year, they were so frustrated on the sidelines and they were fighting each other on the sidelines. And something was going on with that coaching staff because they were letting so much slip, like you said, about the penalties and shit. That that was unacceptable. As a Raiders fan, Mr. Brown, 
on, on you, you got to see him a couple times a year. Is the, are the Broncos as a team that bad or was it the coaching? Uh, I think it's a combination of both. Honestly, I, as a Raiders fan with a definition of mediocrity, and I feel like we're going to have two close games with the Broncos. No offense. So, so yeah. you feel like the where, where the Broncos going to finish this year under Peyton's uh, guys? Uh, how, how many wins is he worth? Yeah, give us the schedule. How how's it shape out? I'm not going to say like some ridiculous shit like twelve and five, but like I'd say probably at least at five hundred at nine and eight or about a little above it. I, okay. I'm hoping. So making so the playoffs pro- is a stretch. Yeah, knocking on you're you're knocking yeah. on the wild card door, but not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like being realistic. I do. That's something we complain about all the time. Talking to people on social media is how unrealistic people are. Like I can't tell you how many Jaguars fans and Ravens fans and Steelers oh, fans right now they they feel like they're going to win it all. And I'm like, let's let's slow let's down here. The brakes there. Sir. And here's Denver. You got a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but let's be honest, he's in the twilight. Maybe he's recessed. Maybe he's not. But you know, they got a chance to maybe you know be a competitive team that might be on the outside looking in. I think that's a realistic statement. My question for you, give me the touchdowns, interceptions that Russ throws this year. Jeez. I'm not, I'm going to say probably not over 30, not over 30 touchdowns and probably about halfway, 15, maybe 20. Mm, Ooh, that's, you're talking about up to 20 interceptions. Yeah. (laughs) So that's, so my next question was going to be, what's holding the team back from maybe winning 10, 11, 12 games? But it sounds like it might be the turnover bug there. Is it? Is it, Russ, let's talk about that. Like, as a Broncos fan, are you are you kind of miffed on the deal you got? Like, you, you get, um, you know, Russ coming down there, and then Seattle, of all teams, ends up making the playoffs without him last year. Dude, Seattle, Seattle rocked And they beat the Broncos. Well. Yeah, like that was week one, right? Like, let's open it up. Let's just pour as yeah. much salt in the wound as possible. Is that wound still festering? Like, just how does that feel? Like, oh, and, yeah. and do you feel like Russ is going to win you a playoff game in Denver? Well, they've got some. They've got some new linemen coming in there. Uh, we still have our receiving core. Last year, Tim Patrick was hurt, so we lost one of them, and. Well, watching Russell Wilson play, like, in one game, he was on the goal line, knocking on the door. He was about to throw a touchdown. K.J. Hamler on the right, inside, he was wide open, missed the pass, and, like, stuff like that. I saw all through the season, and I was was unimpressed with his play, his reading ability. I think he's more of a system QB. I don't think he's anything like Peyton Manning. Intelligence-wise, he can't make it read his own plays. He can't call an audible right there when he doesn't like something. He's relying on the coach to uh, give him the information. And um, Coach Hackett, I don't think, could could hack it uh, yeah. doing all that <laughs> as an offensive <laughs> coordinator. Yeah. Hi-o. He couldn't hack it. Now he's the, the Jets offensive coordinator. And Robert Sala came out today and was like, calm down, Sean Payton. We'll play in week four. It'll be okay. Like, don't yeah. set us on the I'm calendar. Mm, that, then now all of a sudden we see the NFL never fails. They always manage to add intrigue to the most meaning. You weren't thinking about the Jets and Broncos in Week Four. No, 
No. Hey, no. But then had, then yeah. had, uh, the committee was probably thinking this, thinking about that. They're like, oh, they'll love to watch this game. They'll love to watch a redemption game. They'll love to watch the Jets beat the Broncos' ass or vice versa. You well, know? Zach, that's probably what they did. They said, hey, Peyton, give us some dirt on uh, yeah. Hackett. Yeah, we got we need to add some uh, – We're working, we're working on our uh, scripts for the first uh, quarter part of the season here. Yes. Yeah, it's important. Yes. Man. All right, so – are, are just because I, I don't always get a chance to talk to Denver fans. Um, Elway, how do you feel like his time as a general manager was served? Are, did you approve of it overall? Would you wish you could take it all back? You tell me. Well, no, I think he was he was pretty decent. He brought in Justin Simmons. He drafted a lot of late round gems. Um, he brought in Peyton Manning. He won. A, he went to two Super Bowls. Won one of them with it. So he wasn't too bad. But I think his time has passed. Like. Uh, some of the things he would do, uh, let me think, like bringing in, like not drafting any new QBs or anything like that. Like he brought in what, 10 different QBs throughout seven years. That was awful. The Denver quarterback carousel for the last 10 years has been a nightmare. Oh my God. Every single one has been the next guy. Yeah. Now, you know, we're talking about Burrow getting hurt. The backup is Trevor Simeon. I've seen that show before. I'm not excited now. You know, so get better, nope. Joey Burr. But uh, I, all right, so like, you're not you're not happy. Brock Osweiler's not walking through that door. You're, you you got to stick with Russ. Hell uh, no, you got to stick with Russ this year. How many more years is Russ the starter in Denver? I think if he goes 500 this year, nine and eight, like I said, I think they'll give him another chance to improve. Um, if he throws good a good touchdown to interception ratio, it's even higher probability. But I think they give him another chance to adapt to the system that Sean Payton's going to bring in. Hmm. So is Sean Payton worth the money? Is he going to figure it out, or uh, is this going to be man he had it in New Orleans but not in Denver? Hell, he better figure that shit out. I'm so tired of watching this bullshit from every coach. I mean, he's got a better shot than uh, Vic Fangio or Vance Joseph had. I feel. I mean, as a Broncos fan, you have to be nothing but excited for the hire. Yeah. It's better than what you've had. Like what What have you hired as coach? Like, you have to go back to Shanahan. They haven't had a big splash hire right. as a head coach you're, you're since right. then, right? Yeah, that's true. Very true. Yeah. So, uh, at least that perspective is exciting. Now, will it translate onto the field? Was yet to be seen. Uh, do you have a prediction for their record? Uh, I'm going to say, for the record, you're going to win uh, – Six games. Oh, and, man. And uh, Russ is going to go 27 and 19. I like that. Okay. I was going to, I was going to go, um, you know, seven and 10. Just uh, so I'm a, I'm a game better. And you, you were more optimistic and you should be being a Broncos fan. Hey, to we're be not, fair, as a Raiders fan, I probably said six for that reason. Yeah. And, it's and, okay. and, I, and I'm yeah. Okay. he's not sitting here telling you the Raiders are going to be better either. Oh, yeah. You know, every year they ask me what the Raiders are going to do. I'm like, hopefully win more than they lose, but that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's where you set the expectation yeah. at. Yeah. But I, I think, uh, I think Russ, I think Russ will get it back a little bit. I don't think it's going to be great, but I, I think he's going to be like a 10 interception season but only like 22 touchdowns. Wow. That's going to be their problem is they're going to stall out in some games. And, so and you're thinking that Sean's going to let him, he's going to put him in a situation to where he's not turnover happy and play to his uh, yes, attributes. Yes, exactly. It's going to be kind of like, you know, let Russ cook. Yeah. Let yeah. Russ cook. Yeah, hey, but let's know. talk about that defense. 
right, well, go ahead. You got the spotlight. Wrap it up here. We'll give you give you give you a segment on the defense here. Then I'll let you put a bow on everything. All right. Tell so me about that their defense. I think their defense finished what top five, I believe. And they uh, a lot of games. I think about six or seven of them. They didn't. Uh, the other opposing team didn't win seventeen points or more. Um, we had so many games in our grasp. If we just had Russell Wilson or a, a, a really prolific offense, I feel like we'd have a way better record than we had. Um, it's that we got Justin Simmons, Josie Jewell, all those guys. We all, we have everybody coming back. So we have a good structure on defense still. And we have Vance Joseph, and he wasn't bad uh, coaching the defense up in the past years. Um, he went, I think he was top 10, top 15 the, past, the years he was there. Um, he, He'll bring more uh, more out of Justin Simmons and everybody. I feel like it's going to be good. All right. I, I'm going to let you put a bow on it, all right? So if you had to – you know, we, we got the Facebook group, the football is life out there. We, we're going to put this yeah. out there. So if you had to recruit people to Broncos country, what's your pitch, man? Like you're not even in Colorado or in Denver. You're a fan. Why would somebody want to be part of Broncos country right now? Oh, wow. Well, that's a hard one. You it got shouldn't me there, be. But, uh, Come on, uh, you got this. I feel like the history of Denver. I mean, what that's kind of what made me want to. Uh, Peyton Manning really uh, brought it, brought uh, a lot of spotlight to them, I guess. But uh, the history of them, they went like seven Super Bowls and uh, they've won three. I mean, that's more than a lot of teams. Say, like I don't know, a Lions fan or a Jets fan, you know. Vikings, but uh, <laughs> I feel like it, uh, yeah, Cleveland, some shit like that. Like See, we're making it feel better. Yes, exactly. That I mean, there's not what is there not to like about them? They have such a good, rich history. They've got good coaches. Um, so for me, for me, for me, like you're, you hit the nail on the head. The history is amazing. So as a Raiders fan. I appreciate Broncos history because I appreciate the history of the game. I also feel like with the mile high stadium that you have probably have the biggest home field advantage with that altitude. So especially you throw in the weather on top of that. And that's a nasty place to come play. And it's mile high everywhere in Colorado. Now that's part of it. So there's a lot of positives there. There is. I, I went to Denver for the first time here about a month ago, and uh, great, great city. I enjoyed it. I like to come back. Would yeah, you want to be I've there in the winter? To myself. I've never been. You need to go. It's not that far. What is it like? Ten hours? Yeah, it's like four hours away. Six oh, hours that's away. It? Something like that. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, it's about twenty-four for me. So uh, I yeah. flew. He beat you. I flew out there from Cincinnati. Oh man. And you got to suck it up, Buttercup. Get to the game this I year. I got to get going. You gotta I just don't want to go yet. I want them to be good. If I'm going, I want to see a game no, where they're doing good. if you go, it'll be good. And then if they're not, you can say at least you were there in the worst of times. Yeah, okay. That's true. That's true. Don't be a bandwagon fan. We talk about people your age nowadays. They all just like players and not teams. You like a team, man. So, like, let that be yeah. – you know, let that be your unhealthy identity like the rest of us who picked our favorite teams as children and then lived it out forever. Exactly. And it's been giving us pain ever since existence has started. Yeah. Is that a fair way yeah. to wrap it up? <laughs> so I feel yeah. you, Broncos country. I feel you. Matt, stay on the line. We're going to wrap up hey, here. Quick. 
Peyton Manning, my favorite quarterback of all time. I, I forgot to say that. He before. does like the forehead. Another he, coach on the on the side. He's like another coach on the field. It's amazing. Yeah, hey, smartest yeah. quarterback. Real quick, before we let you go, did you oh, watch yeah. Netflix's? You, you. Did you watch Netflix's quarterback? I watched about. I think I didn't watch very much of it. I watched maybe right. half the episode. Right. Close, close me down with this. Give me three quarterbacks you would like to have featured on there next year. I think Aaron Rodgers might be a good one. Um, I mean, they're talking about Russell Wilson beyond on there. They're in talks with that. Mm. Uh, who else? Maybe maybe Joe. Um, That'd be good. That, they'll will him around. Yeah. Maybe Lamar. <laughs> Lamar Jackson might be good. Mm. You got all right. Big three. So Aaron Rodgers. Give me two more. Joe who Burrow. Joe Burrow. Lamar. And Lamar. I like that. Get a little divisional uh, rivalry going there. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right, Matt. Thanks for joining us this week, man. We really appreciate representing Broncos country for everybody out there. Uh, we'll uh, definitely get this out for everybody to see and hear wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again, brother. Thanks, sir. You have a good day. Man, we, we love it whenever people do answer the call and they come on the show. So let this just be a reminder to everybody out there. You know, we have the voicemail on the website, but like if you want to come on the show, just hit us up. You don't always have to wait on us. Like what I've learned is all you got to do is just put it out there. You know, I mean, I had more like Chiefs fans wanting to come on the show, but we didn't want to talk about the Chiefs, but. Uh, the you'll get your turn. So Mongo, just wanted to ask you since you weren't part of the interview there, just uh, any thoughts on Sean Payton and the Broncos and all that nonsense today? First of all, I think he's right. I mean, I think <laughs> any, anybody who knows anything about football that watched Hackett run that last year, it wasn't great. Russell Wilson gets a bad rap, I think, for some very bad play calling. Um, it just wasn't good all around. Russ is trash. <laughs> What's his uh, touchdown interception ratio this year? I'm going to say 32 touchdowns. Ooh. That's a high number. That is. That is. Uh, but you got to thank Sean Payton. And you're going to get to see a little bit, I think, this year as far as. What's interceptions, Mongo? Uh, interceptions is going to be 12. 32 and 12. That's an MVP That's style over season. two to one, yes. I went 27 and 19. You know what he was last year? Last year he had more interceptions than the touchdowns I've had to get. No, he was 16 and 11. 16 and 11? Yep. That's still pretty bad. There's no way he doubles his touchdown total. He, he threw for 3,500 yards too last year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll get to see if it's Sean Payton or Drew Brees. I think it's a, like the Brady Bilicek discussion. I, We're gonna I, get to I see love that. Brees, but I think it's Payton. But I just don't know if Russ has what it takes. Anyway. Uh, I think it's Breeze, man. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't, don't want to talk about it anymore. What's Geno do this year? I don't want to talk about that either yet. Let's talk about the running backs again. Okay. That, that stuff's gone crazy. Did you see they had a Zoom meeting? I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. Like, that's how bad it is. Like, they're banding together. But uh, so they all just gonna sit out? Oh what? wait, they've already signed some one-year deals. We were talking New about York. we were talking about last year or last week on the show, and uh, Saquon was not showing up, and then all of a sudden they worked out a deal where he showed up to camp for not much more it, than the franchise tag. Right? Like, what, what, what did you what did you get out of that? A million. I mean, you know, to the average person, a million bucks is a lot. But yeah, but, when he was gonna get ten million, and he got eleven. Here's the thing, though. 
maybe they all really realize they don't have a leg to stand on, no pun intended, and they're just going to blow smoke, and then they're going to take what they can get. Because like, the NFL's changed. Like, the running backs, like, when they're at their peak, yeah, that's great, but it doesn't last very long. And Like, past five, like, I'm more involved in NFL through fantasy, and I, I even know for, like, a first-round pick that a running back's shelf life is probably five years. If that. I mean. If that. That's the good ones. Yeah. There's only a few. I mean, there's like, only a few that you always take in, like, that that first half of the Which first just round. shows you there's no longevity, period. Where, where's Zeke and Dalvin Cook right now? No at home. They yeah. should, we should get them here in the cave. At the soup kitchen. Yeah. Come on down. We got we got wings. We got something. 20 bucks for you to come yeah. on the show. We had pickles, but they all got eight. Someone ate the pickles. Our producer, Eddie, ate the pickles. Yep. Um, that's not code for anything either. That's just what happened. Yeah. Uh, all right. So running backs banded together. And then uh, Jim Ursay. We actually talked about him last week in his stupid trophy collection. But he was, he came out and said, like, no, we just co- did a collective bargaining agreement. We don't need to go back and do this just because one group of position players feel like they're getting slighted now. And I think he's right. Like, it is what it is because there are guys that are getting paid. Like, Derrick Henry's got a decent contract, right? Jonathan Taylor did. Uh, but, um, I don't know. It's what, what they're not going to win this, are they? No, the game's changed. Like, there's no more Emmett Smith, Thurman, Thurman, uh, Thomas. Thomas. Not Munson. Were you going to say Munson? No. That would have been cool, though. It's I Thurman think I Thomas. said that one time. That's all right. No, I'm just saying there's no more of those guys coming out the tunnel because NFL teams won't allow it. Like, like back then, I felt like they rode their horse a little too long because they was loyal. Yeah. And they're letting him ride out his years, knowing damn well that Emmett, late Emmett and Thomas, cannot produce it at the level they once you, did. You mean you don't love Arizona Cardinals Emmett Smith? I do. I do. <laughs> and I love Frank Gore. I love Frank Gore on all 12 teams he played for. Mm. <laughs> and counting. Yes. And cage fights. Hey, he beat the hell out of Adrian Peterson, I think, who still may play in the league next year. Mm. He, you know who's not playing this year? Did you see what happened to Neenham Hines? I think uh, the same thing happened to Burrow. Not not quite. Oh, what happened? Uh, so, uh, Hines, you know, he was on the Colts. He's on the Bills now. Yeah. It's like his jet ski exploded or something. Wow. Have you ever seen that happen? No. That's like a real phenomenon. When I worked at uh, Lowe's, we had like a divisional vice president that was like hanging out on Lake Norman. You can Google this shit. His name was Bill Edwards. He's made the news. His jet ski just exploded. I guess if they sit a certain oh, way. bullshit. They knew too much. Yeah, it's probably the uh, same people that got Obama's chef, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, this is not That's a like poli- when you get blown up in a tunnel. There's no, there's no body Princess found. Diana? She knew too much. Yeah. <laughs> She's still alive. With Elvis She's in Mississippi. Out there somewhere. Now they're telling us UFOs are real, man. No, they are. I mean, they are. you always believed. I did. You watched the X-Files back in the day, didn't no, you? No, I never watched that shit. Did, did Unsolved you Mysteries? What about that? Yeah, Unsolved we, Mysteries, yes. Yeah. With Robert Stack, not that other guy that looked like the knockoff Burt Reynolds. And on yeah. top of that, I seen a UFO, UFO anyway. You, wait, wait, wait. No wait. way. You saw a UFO? Yeah, when I was a kid. Tell us. We need to hear this. No, so we were out at the hunting fishing club, believe it or not. Okay. We're, we're at the Middle Lake. So this is basically where we are now. Yes. In your backyard, basically. Yeah. So we were at the Middle Lake, and I was with my grandma, who passed away in 1990. Okay. Okay. We're sitting there at the Middle Lake. Right when you come in, and this 
some kind of like saucer or something came right over top of the mountain from the shooting range, was low to the horizon, okay? Like low like they were low to the trees. And then they came down in that field between the pavilion and like where you pay at the gatehouse where we would play yeah, some yeah, yeah. football. Yeah. It came low to the ground. It kind of like slowed. And then it just shot back over the next mountain towards Nick Shelton's house. Never seen it again. Did it make any noise? Not a lot. Hmm. You ever seen the movie Nope? No. May, it may be that. I'm just telling you. I remember to this day. can't believe you haven't seen Nope. I need to now. Hmm. That, I mean, that's that might be what it was. The thing could have ate you and you not even realize it. Yeah. I just found out last week what lizard people are. Really? Because we were talking about it? Yeah. Well, enlighten among, me. What are lizard among people? Among other people. Why? You don't know what lizard people I are? I have no clue what lizard people they, are. They're the, the next level. Yeah, they're the ones that run the world, man. Really? Yeah, the lizard people. They're okay. disguising as... Uh, Humans. They're shapeshifters. You ever see the end of like that X-Men movie with Mystique is like pretending to be a congressperson and they show like the eyes turn yellow at the right, end? Right, right. That's kind of lizard people, right? Yeah, they're they're all, like, but they're like disguising themselves as humans and then they don't even really like blink. Yeah, like you see, it'll be like a a eyelid go down while they're still looking. Yeah, like Jamie Foxx is a lizard person now, right? Is that fair? Oh, this is your whole thing of they're dead, but they're not really dead. Biggie's thing? I mean, man, it's probably in the same universe. It could all be together, but. Could be. That's what that lady on the plane saw. Yeah. That person is not real. It's not real. That she saw a lizard person. Have we ever found her? No. I mean, she looked pretty good. She did. Here's my cell phone. If I'm really concerned about her well-being, please get in touch with me. Mm. She's been uh, MIA, man. Twitter's out there trying to find her. They can't find her. It's kind of a sad thing. If you haven't checked it out, I watched. I've been watching Secret Invasion. uh, Samuel Jackson. He. It's a (laughs) Disney Plus series. Oh, sure it is. Sure it is. Sure it is. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking when you said that there, they come flying like, in like aliens. a saucer. I see yeah. him. He looks right at me. What the fuck you yeah. want? Yeah, mother. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's motherfucking aliens are trying to shoot me. Get these motherfucking aliens off my motherfucking plane. You know what I just learned? None of us can do a Samuel L. Jackson impression. That was the best. Yours probably was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I concede. All right, so more NFL notes before we jump off of that horse. Uh, I, I should have asked our Broncos guy. I think it was a Broncos player. Another guy got suspended for gambling. Yeah. That just – why? I don't understand why are they doing it. I mean, here's the thing. You know what GPS is you? Like, that's what it's doing is whenever you get on those gambling apps, it tells you where you're at. Like, if you go to Kentucky from here – it won't let you use like DraftKings, but if you're inside of West Virginia, GPS says you're here, you can use it. Isn't that wild? Spoken like a true gambling so, addict. Right. Well, Biggie's not here. I'm speaking on behalf of him. Okay. But okay. like, think about that. So they know you're not supposed to do any gambling on team facilities anywhere, anything to be associated with the league. So that's how they're getting them is this GPS signal is coming while they're like in the locker room betting on games. Idiots. So. They say that counting cards is a foolproof plan, but it's only if you're good at it. Only if you're, Clark Griswold was not good at it. So there we are. Let's ride. I mean, these guys are betting like stupid amounts too. Like Calvin Ridley, like wasn't even that much money. It's just for the fun of it, I guess. But anyway, I'll sit out two years and then I'm going to go. You bet. still that? You still have that going on? Uh, Justin Herbert got paid. Love it or hate it? I hate it. 
Hated it. Uh, every guy is raising the bar now. He's the highest paid quarterback in the league. It's when does it for end? a guy who can't win the big game. You're going to give him that kind of dough. I mean, yeah. what are you supposed to do? Not paying that much. You're drafting up, but if you if not, then you don't sign him, and you're just going to end up drafting another QB. Yeah, we just won't win a playoff game like normal. Yeah, it's kind of like it's, <laughs> you're right. What's the? It's the same picture. This is Philip. I see no Jr. difference. Philip Rivers Jr. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So not so ever since uh, T Law got him in the playoffs, he's just he's dead baggage now. Like yeah. not, not worth the salt. Correct. I mean, Herbert's got all the skills. He's got all the he, – he's sunshine from the – remember the Titans. I thought that was Trevor. Nah. Uh, the way he's playing is more like sunshine. Mm. His receivers this year, too, they're – I mean, uh, Mike Williams. Is, I heard about him slapping a few asses in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all in good for what, that, for what that's worth. Mm. I, I just think you have to do that deal. Like, you're stuck. Because, I mean, who else you gonna you going to risk the draft? Absolutely. <sighs> I'd trade his ass and go. No, in the NFL, over. when you have no guaranteed contracts, I don't know how much guaranteed they gave him, but, like, that's your out, right? I, I do. I want to point out that the highest-paid quarterbacks usually do not win the Super Bowl. I know. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the exception to the rule. When you look at what he made – Per season, compared to every other quarterback that's won the Super Bowl before him, it's not even close. Yeah, but that's just the last year, though. That, yeah, that's why I'm so stressed that's his out first about big time. He's made it with that contract. Like, yeah. So the Bengals, right? Like we were talking about Burrow going down today with an injury in practice, but he might. It seems like he might be okay. But You're like still in that window. Like that's that window, right? Like you got to win it now before. And they're saying his deal is going to beat everybody. It'll be Herbert's, for sure. I, I I think it'll beat everybody's. No, I'm fine with Burrow, but it's just it's whoever the latest one is. If they're in that top tier of QBs, they're going to keep breaking Here's the mold. My point though, Burrow is a quarterback that won every layer he's been. He's he got been. the damn Bengals in the Super Bowl. No, but he won <laughs> in LSU. Wasn't supposed to beat Big Bad Alabama, right? Yeah. And then he escalated your Bengals way quicker than they were supposed to be there. So the dude wins games every year. He gets better. Herbert has all the tools, and he's the same guy we've seen since the beginning. You've convinced me. Like, until he gets it done, I mean, if he wins a playoff game this year, then maybe you, you made some sense. I want to see a guy elevate his level when the game's on the line, which he's never done. I don't know what the stipulation was, but, like, you remember, you're a Bears fan, Mongo. Like, Trubisky, they they kind of waited till that final year before they wanted to do anything with him. Didn't well, they? They made a wise choice. Right. But like, he's like, let's just see how this plays out. Like Daniel Jones, they didn't sign until this past year, but like they ran to the very end of his rookie deal and then resigned him before free agency started. So I think that's probably the right play to make with Herbert, but also get it as organization. If you believe in him and you want to lock him up, that's fine. But I, I think Herbert is that tier two, man. He's not that tier one. Can you win with a tier two quarterback now? If the team's good at it. I mean, I mean it's happened a few times. Uh, we're, we're, we trash Russell Wilson on here. I mean, but he won the Super Bowl. And yep. he went back. If it weren't for a bad call where they put this, it in his the hands. The team was great. The Chargers, yeah. they're they're a good team, but like I, they haven't shown that organizational prowess to build that. We look at uh, Trent Dilfer's Ravens or Brad Johnson's Bucks. Uh, yeah, I think a, a tier two quarterback can get it done. In the if, Gruden Bowl. If the Sorry. team is good enough. <laughs> okay. 
Will uh, Herbert have a worse career than Philip Rivers for sure? Yes. Okay. I, I kind of agree with you. I'm just trying to think Rivers out loud. Rivers a baller on and off the field. But they couldn't get a winning team behind him, could they? No. And his 11 kids. He's I'm like, I'll, I'll bring my own starting line. The man's study session on and off the field was balls deep. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> go yeah. balls deep or go home. Yeah. Danian Tomlinson. <laughs> Give me rivers over this clown every day. Yeah, but they gave up 30 points a game. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just they never had it all together. No. But you're right. AG was legit, man. And LT was an MVP player, too. But. Both of them. I mean, Hall of Fame players, for sure. You know who Hall the best comp to LT is? Best comp? Yeah. Mm, like current player? No, just all time. Oh, go ahead. Marshall Falk. Yeah, very similar. I, I would. Who's better? I love them both. I think uh, LT was a more physical runner. Uh, for me, probably nostalgia would make me lean towards Falk. The greatest show on turf. Yeah, but he was good with the Colts too. Yeah. Could you, if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, could Ooh, you put their no. upper with him? I think no. McCaffrey's his own thing. Nah, I don't think he's as good. Really? Yeah, he's got to stay healthy. You Man. would pick McCaffrey over Thomas Thomason or Falk? If he stayed healthy? You're crazy. Really? You're crazy. As total yards of scrimmage? You, the, you're crazy. I'll, I'll be crazy. I'm not saying I would take him this year, but I'm just saying if he Body could stay on the field, Body work. if he could play 15 to 17 games a year, yes. If, yeah. But he's not. So, no. Because, but it's not fair. You're comparing a guy who's in, what, year five? The guys that played 12 years? No, I'm talking about – I'm telling you right now, he won't have better stats than either of those guys. Period. I don't I don't think anybody will, though. Yeah, not they just, the way today's game's played. They don't get the opportunity. I agree with that. At any point, at any point, probably no, in the you last can, decade. You can if you're not a pure bell, bell cow back. Like, a McCaffrey-type back is the only type of back that will have a pro long Be able career. to survive. Okay. Um, but I'm still comparing those – Three backs because they're all similar with their skill sets. They can do sure. it all. Yeah. So I'm just saying he's not going to be as good as either one of those. No, nah, you're. He's clearly number three in that list, and it's not even close. The question: if he stayed healthy, especially with a team like San Francisco, he seems to know. I think he's on a decline now. We'll see. I just and, don't put him in a quarterback again. That's just my opinion. I'm, I hope I'm wrong. Because God lo- knows I love to see a white man succeed. Not, hey, back. we just want to see good players in the league. That's yeah. all. As recently as a few years ago, you could probably, at different points in their career, you could point to a few guys that were maybe Hall of Fame running backs. I, I can only right now. I think only maybe Travis Henry is a guy who. Travis might Derek Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Travis Henry. Travis Henry is. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. For we're most talking about of Tennessee children. players today. Yes. Yeah. Travis Henry. You're, you're right, Derrick Henry, Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, you can't run for two thousand yards and. Who else? A, you got anybody else? Right now in the league, I mean, I don't think Christian McCaffrey's done enough. No, not running backs. So, and he's Frank maybe Gore. second. <laughs> Does Frank Gore get in? He's got to, right? Oh, Frank Gore gets, gets in. Yeah, Gore gets in, absolutely. But yeah. First ballot. Yeah. yeah. He played last year, right? Yeah. And I, I don't think he's playing this year. Uh, Gore? Gore. No, he's you done now. You never know. He's, I wouldn't rule it out with that guy. He's done. <sighs> Adrian Peterson. He played last year, right? He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's doing it last yeah. year. I mean, do you feel like there's anybody that's playing right now that's going to just Hall of Famer? Uh, I mean, the guy. Zeke. Uh, Zeke, no. Chubb's got a chance. You know, he could 
He's in a two, two back system, which is very insane in today's game. I think it's because it's keeping them from getting beat up too keeping much. Keeping them both fresh. Like they really need someone to carry the ball 35 times. I year. am friends with uh, Kareem Hunt's dad on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> Kareem Hunt's probably not going to Kareem Hunt Sr. <laughs> Senior. Nice disguise. Damn good running back, but he's not going to make it. Nah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm trying to throw out there my fame that I wish I had. You, hey, now that's real fame. Yeah. yeah, I think running backs are, you're not going to see in the Hall of Fame as much. Like, yeah. it's, they used to be a staple, and they're going to kind of peel back now. It's just the nature of the game. I mean, but you it, look at the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and neither one of them highlighted a running game other than uh, uh-huh. Jalen running at the quarterback position. Yep. I, I think, um, I don't know. I think you're just going to see running backs and receivers looked at differently overall because even receivers, what it is, is the analytics are so good that they know, like, you've dropped off. Even receivers, their shelf life is smaller now. It is. They, they, like, look at Odell Beckham, how hard it was for him to just hang on. Like, Baltimore signed him, but, like, and you think about five that. million? You think about Jerry Rice in his later years with the Raiders, amazing talent. Still, he, he adapted his game to be a possession-type receiver instead of a long range. Yeah, him and Tim Brown, them old heads no, I'm out just there. saying, like, Jerry yeah. transformed his game, kind of like MJ did in his last years. Learn how to shoot a fadeaway, right? right? And then I also want to say, T.O., the man kept performing. And like he was just a physical freak, but T.O. just kept playing, and like he was one of those that had that dog in him. I'll never forget him doing the sit-ups on the driveway. Yeah, that was the best thing for television. There are characters like that that come around every so many years, and T.O.'s one of them. You gotta love him. Yeah. Remember when he stood on the star? Come on, man. Oh, he. The George Teague came in and plowed him. You got to do that though. But I'm saying, like, you drop T.O. down in today's game, he would do just fine. There's players like that. You're right. I think he could still play now at his yeah, age. Yeah, he can probably at least run a drive. He dropped some passes, but that's nothing from when he – He just ain't, ain't going to be able to do it next week. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get you one week, and that's about it. Uh, I got two more little pieces uh, or info nuggets, whatever you want to call it here. The uh, receiver they drafted in Minnesota, Jordan Addison, did you see he got pulled over for doing 140 miles per hour? I, I did for uh, – what was the reason? His dog. He had to take his dog to the vet. I thought it was prostitute on lap. No, that's not a Raiders player. Yeah. There's no Henry did, did Ruggs. Did no one here. learn from Henry Ruggs the yeah. third? He could be doing the dog. No, I don't think he hey, Was it over 40 pounds? Did you hear about that? I don't know what the state law is in Minnesota. Yeah. I'm just – I, I hear I, about that. Is, I know it's 40 pounds happen? here, so maybe it's comparable. I, I don't know. I don't know what the what the books say. That's just Boone County. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? No, because the we're trying – man's trying to save his dog's life, and y'all are talking about indecent things. We're trying What's to understand why he was going 140. We can't rule everything out at this point. No. You got to love that dog. How fast would you drive for Marley? Uh, no, faster than 100. Okay. But, you know, maybe that dog's bigger than Marley, so he deserves a faster speed. What's it got to do with it? I don't know. Marley's like three pounds. Well, they got to be big for you, you to go more. You go faster than 100, the G-Force will kill him. Yeah, he'd probably just, just dissolve. <laughs> bigger is not always better. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying that, you know, big dogs, they, they don't live as long. Yeah. You know? Marley got more time per the sabermetrics. Does it's gonna be okay at sixty miles an hour? Yes. Marley always pisses on my car when I come down because he says hashtag fuck Chad and pisses on my <laughs> like every time. 
Like doesn't come out of the house. Hey, that's oh. trending, by the way, for everyone out there. What's trending? Hashtag fuck Jack. Yeah, there it always go. is. Always is. Uh, all right. Last to one. be fair, he steps right into it. We just tee off. Oh, I just lean in. You got to go with the way the wind blows. Yeah. That's all I know. Uh, so we, we've been talking a lot about how Aaron Rodgers would be a fun little guy to feature on quarterback, which will never happen. I want to go to the darkness. I want to take magic mushrooms. I want to get lost in the Amazon with him. But uh, TV's not ready for that. But he's ready to be a good teammate. Did you see what he did? I did not. He restructured his deal. Yeah. He with the Jets. A, yes. He took a $35 took a, million dollar pay cut. Huge pay cut. When? Like today or yesterday? Yeah. This is this is breaking news. Wow. Yeah. Like just unhurt. Like this is not the Aaron Rodgers we've learned to know at Green Bay. Like, what do you think the Green Bay brass thinks right now? Right. So my brother-in-law is a Packers fan. He never and, gave and, it. And, and he's like, I wouldn't put it past Rodgers to do this just out of spite because of the Packers organization, which might be true. But maybe it just goes to show how inept they were at trying to handle with him. You know, like not being able to get on the same page. Maybe all the guy wanted was a month off before training camp so he didn't have to come to OTA so you could just – Go surfing in Hawaii or whatever. You know, he did that. And they never had that conversation. No. And then they That's always. interesting. And when they drafted Jordan Love, you know, all that. You know, he was. He goes to New York. It's a match made in heaven no, all here, of a sudden. Here's my thing. Is like being a business person, if I'm the Packers, I mean, I'm not saying they did or they didn't. But you would think if they're going to go draft Jordan Love that you'd have went up to him first and be like, Aaron, we're going to draft him. This is why we're drafting him. We fully believe in you. We just think that's the best spot for us right now. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean but, like, but you know they didn't. What are the odds that they didn't even talk to him? Yeah, they want to draft a wide receiver, and that's what he wants, and they draft a quarterback. But do you think they even talked to him? No. See, that's a problem. It's just what's right. For, and, like, look, you, you got egos. You got you to play with And when it's your quarterback, like, I would like to think the Buffalo Bills, when they go into their draft war room, they probably talk to their QB. I feel like the Bengals might want to talk to Burt. Maybe they don't. You know, I would think so. I guarantee you, Mahomes has a little bit of influence in Kansas City. Why wouldn't you? You would think. And if there's any starting quarterback out there, it's like, hey, are you, are you okay with us taking a quarterback in the first couple rounds? If they say, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it. We need to get a backup. They're a a pussy, and they need. (laughs) I love that term. Uh, So, like, um, you draft a backup, unforgivable, unforgivable, for free. And a Dr. Pepper or something. Oh, man. All right, pull it together. Ernie. I can't pull it together. Come on, Ernie. I was trying to think of something, and I completely lost my train of thought after that derailment. But uh, yeah. either way, just very shocked to see Rodgers being the consummate team professional here, taking one for the team, literally. You know what I'd love to see? Here's my hot take. Here is my hot take. The you Jets, are go- Jets are going to go 17-0. No. All right, so it ain't really a hot take. The Bills still in the division. They have to. I don't. I'm not so sure. But I'm telling you right now, the Jets will have a way better record than the Patriots. What about the Dolphins? It's going to be the Jets second in that division. It, so if you're saying that, I would agree with that. If that means Tua plays less uh, than ten, New, a New England's going to be last place. <sighs> Let's just shit all over the Patriots while Biggie's not That's here. That's what I'm saying. That's my hot take. If he was here right now, he well. That's New England's last place in the AFC East this year. Mark it down. 
You buying Mac that? Jo- you buying Jones, that Mongo? I'm with you. Mac Jones last year in New England. His last year. Yeah. The Mac Jones experiment. I is hate over. Mac Jones. But yeah. What's he done? Nothing. Look, look out of shape, smoking a cigar in college. Worst photo ever. Now you're playing like Worst it. Worst photo ever. Now you're playing like it. If you're good, we could have fun with it. Uh, all right. We're going to play some voicemails from Biggie. College football realignment. It's I say college football. It's really NCAA. But we know who drives it. We're Big 12 fans. We're WVU, right? Are you excited that Mr. Primetime Neon Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes are coming to the Big 12? He coming. He coming. Anytime you add him to, to any platform. Anything. It's, it's a good investment. What are you doing if you're the Pac-12? Like, what are you trying to do? I don't think they know. Uh, maybe they should get Notre Dame to join. Notre Dame's in the ACC, baby. They ain't going oh, nowhere. I'm sorry. They finally picked a spot. So, Colorado, by doing it when they are, they don't even have to pay an exit. I saw that. They're, they're just like it's free. out. Or That's free. it. I mean, if you're, if you're Oregon, like UC, UCLA and USC is already gone. Like, what's left? It's Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, and Stanford and Cal. And Utah. But Utah isn't our fault that the – Utah's not even been there. Sports isn't right. good on that side of the country. I bet Utah comes too. BYU's already there. Why wouldn't they? My God, it's isn't it's a it mess. weird that they came to the Big Twelve because like where the Pac Twelve has been so much bigger historically. Oh yeah. Well, Col- oh, why aren't we going out there? Colorado was in the Big Twelve. Yeah. And left to go to the Pac Twelve, yeah, and they're back. coming back. And that's after Texas and Oklahoma left. I love it. Wow. Do you think I? I personally think Texas and Oklahoma. That's not going to go well for them. I hope they eat shit and die. Texas is going to have a nice little run for the next few years, and then it's over. What? Texas ain't had a nice little run in forever. They haven't. What are they going to do? You said about Oklahoma. I believe you. Yeah, Oklahoma. But then after, but they lost the Golden Boy. Lincoln Riley left, and I'm saying what Vanderbilt's or whatever. There is no way that. Texas will do anything in the SEC. They're going to be mediocre at best. In our lifetime, I would be surprised if either of them win the entire conference. Are they still Big 12 this year? This is No, this is the last year. This is the last year. Okay, but they, they play Alabama, right? Not this year. Or if they do, it's a kickoff classic or something. I, I don't know. I don't know the schedule. Okay. All I know as a WV fan, I'm very depressed because you got Cincinnati, uh, Houston, and what, UCF? Yep. Coming in, and they're and all supposed to be finished higher than us. And yep. then Neil Brown's like, we're not going to finish last. I'm like, 11th or bust, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's the players at media day. They're like, we ain't going to be last. It's like, oh, that's where the bar is. Just don't be last. It's terrible. Let's go Kansas. That's right? terrible. Kansas will be better. Anyway, I'm not trying to make it a WVU topic. But, no, but, the, uh, but speaking of West Virginia, go back to the Big East. That's why all this stuff happened. When the Big East let Virginia Tech, Miami, Syracuse, BC, and Pitt all bail, like they couldn't, they couldn't separate the college basketball schools from the football schools, and they let the Catholics run everything, and they got screwed up, man. And because those dominoes fell in, what, 99 or 2000 or whatever the hell it was, 2003, right? Maybe. Why are you looking at me? Answer me. What, what? year did it happen? Oh, all right. I'm going 2003. That sounds good to me, but it it ruined everything. The ACC went in and grabbed all them guys. They went to a 12 team league. 
You had Maryland leave. They went to the big – like all these – now you have nothing that made college football great. There's no natural rivalries anymore. Like you have have to go to these huge leaps and bounds to make – like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, Bedlam. You don't talk about one side. Oklahoma's won that like 80 – it's like 80 to 20. But you're never going to have that rivalry anymore. Listen, here's the deal. College football is dead. It is. Period. So – NFL is way better than college. The only thing that's even better at all is the college basketball, only because the NBA is sucking so bad. Just, to, just They don't want to take over. They could. It's right there to take over. But NBA sucks so bad, we still got college basketball, but that's it. The rest is dead. Mm. We'll come back with Mongo's News of the World and uh, a little bit of NBA on that note since you said that. But uh, let's go ahead and play these uh, voicemails. <laughs> All right, Chadwick with the little dick. I went inside and I got on the Wi-Fi. You let me know all this come through to you. Auction, auction, auction. Then 23rd. Uh, here we go. Ah, fuck you. Everyone complaining about the constantly changing landscape of college football can thank one person or one business or one channel for that, and that's ESPN. Their incessant need for a true number one dismantled the old bull tie-in system, went to the BCS, which began the end of the conferences as we knew them, ended 100-year, every-year games like Pitt, West Virginia, the backyard brawl for teams that were fans of teams like that who aren't Auburn and Alabama and aren't playing for a national fucking title every year. That game at the end of the year you look forward to when you only had four wins no longer existed. What did ESPN get for what it gave us and took away from us? Those motherfuckers went broke. Is that too dark and sinning? No. All right, before we get into Mongo's news of the world here and getting everybody caught up on all the uh, wonderful news, pop culture, whatever's been going on, whatever he finds interesting, we didn't talk about Bronny. That's a big story. Yeah, I don't. how does an athlete like that, just cardiac arrest, like, that's crazy. Makes you, know, you think. Oh, you know what everybody says. The shot. It's the shot. Yeah. Doctors found a piece of sausage stuck in the lining of his aorta. What? Yeah. Pull his sausage. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. But no, it's all it is is going to spark that debate, which, you know, there's some evidence that suggests there's some issues and whatnot, but like, I guess he got discharged today, went home, but the whole thing was just at practice, and he went into cardiac arrest. They put him in ICU. Got it was basically the Demar Hamlin thing, just not as drug out. Yeah, and he was the first one to send out his regards, Demar. I've seen that. I mean, I that's really him, right? Right, exactly. He's a lizard <laughs> person now. I, I mean, if you're LeBron, um, you know there there is a. Um, Conspiracy theory I saw online that said that Bronny had dropped to the second round projections now. I, I believe it because the talent's and, not there. And uh, that this might be a smokescreen that maybe he doesn't have a career as a pro so they can take him out of the game now. So that way they don't have to expose him. Right. He had to tarnish the, the legacy. Yeah, now he can go be like a motivational speaker for oh, the rest that, of his life. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying I read it. After a mediocre year at USC, it comes out that 
Well, he's well not he may gonna, not even have the mediocre year. Yeah. He hasn't played. Not going to play due to a heart condition. Right. Uh, you can't. He's not going to be there in October when they start playing. You wouldn't think. Nah. But anyway, before Mongo got carried away with what he's got, I, I wanted to get that out there. And, you know, if, if anything we've learned today is Biggie's just missing out. When he's not here, all the things that he would just love to talk about. We're going to talk about it. He, he can't be here. Yep. So we appreciate him. Checking in with uh, the voicemails there, but that was nice. But anyway, let's kick it over to our news desk with Mongo. Breaking news. Sinead O'Connor is dead at 56. It's not really breaking news at this point if you're listening to the show, but... Uh, this is the weekly news, Chad. Let the man talk. Can't, all right, Sinead O'Connor. She died. What happened? Dead. Pretty sure she she uh, committed suicide. Is that is that what happened? It's confirmed. Okay. Pretty sure. Like, she always seemed like such a stable individual. Yeah, always put together. Yeah. Uh, her yeah. son just killed himself recently. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, I think like, I prob- mean, I, I'd be in a dark place, too. That's probably the nail in the coffin that did it. No pun intended. No. Or pun intended. Yes. Maybe your best hit was Nothing Compares to You. She, I wasn't even her song. No. Prince, Prince wrote it. Prince. Yeah. Hey, but but she song. killed it. You know who else sang, sung that song? Who? Chris Cornell. He did. Yeah. It's good. And the uh, Sirius XM acoustic. I heard that on the way home today. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sinead O'Connor was known for a uh, controversial SNL moment. Do you remember that? I do not. don't know the SNL. Really? Moment. Where she, she was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, and she held up a picture of the Pope and ripped it in half. Oh, yeah, because she was against the uh, yeah, Catholic Church. Sex abuse. Yeah, and the at the time wasn't really, this is like 93 probably. It's a big thing right there. Yeah, and like she got canceled at the time. You know, I guess that would be the term you would use. But anyway, boy, was she right. <laughs> there was a lot of issues. There. She got canceled before there was a term. Well, so what, did you know when she was seeking a boyfriend, she invited like uh, fans to write in? She would seek overtures. That was like a contest? Yeah. Her final marriage was uh, famously of 16 days was one <laughs> to one of these fans. Her final marriage in 2011 was an I- Irish psychotherapist, Barry Herridge, okay. which ended because Barry refused to slap Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard of. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Manga. Oh, in Man. other news. Oh, yeah, I don't have a rebuttal to that. In Keep other going. news, interest rates are at their highest since 9-11. They're at 5.25. That sucks. Yeah, the, the only thing higher are heroin addicts in Arizona that don't have to use a lighter because it's so damn hot. Dude. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Arizona ended a six-day record streak of plus 115 degrees. Fuck that. They're at 25 days of plus 110, a record broken by a week from 1974. Oh, my God. Damn, Manga, this is depressing. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. I'm here for the carnage. Well, if that was how we're going to cool it down, not doing so well is Travis Kelsey in news for his attempt to meet mega pop star Taylor Swift. Who is just a stick figure with a mediocre voice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would, but... Well, yeah. But I you're mean, right. We're not saying you wouldn't, but, you know. Kelsey fumbled the ball and said, quote, I took it personal, quote, end quote. He's when, not Jordan. 
when Swift refused to meet him. Following his rejection by Swift, Kelsey also struck out on his attempt to meet Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> He's a little late to the party there. <laughs> Sometimes you can't wait on that second option, son. Hey, you know what, though? Um, I would guess that I don't know what Taylor Swift's ideal like man is, but like Travis Kelsey would be the opposite of that. Absolutely. Like just the jock who has a lot of fun with the boys. They're like, both 33. That doesn't matter. She's feeling 22. Yeah. Taylor true. Swift's only 33. She's 33. I can't deal with her for the next 20 years. Oh, yeah. she's going to be around longer than you are. How long is it going to take her to do porn? That's what I want to know. I don't she think never she needs to. to. Do it, dude. She ain't got to. So much money. Why would you even say that? She's raking, She's doing a stadium tour right now. I can't get on social media and not see whatever city she's in. Do you think she buys her own tickets and resells them? Probably. I don't know. She's she kind of broke ticket pass. She's probably like the only star I could see like publicly trading on the uh, open market. Taylor Swift stock. Taylor, yeah, like she can go public. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have our just IPOs. her likeness. I bet. I don't know if I'm gonna be in for the residuals. I'm just saying. That's how big she is. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had the conversations. It's it's Michael Jackson and Elvis Presley levels. It's yeah. it's up there. Is she bigger than the Beatles? She will be before it's over. Man, yeah, she's only 33. Yeah. Like, we, we're not even here for the comeback tour yet. Yeah, that's all Kelsey it. wants. He knows he's got a limited career left. He needs a sugar mama. Shoot your shot. See what Brady I did. I guess they're the same age, but, like, she going to outlive him big time. He just got destroyed here for the last mm. decade. What else we got? That's it. That was it? Yeah. That was good news. I I like it. Made me me depressed about the interest rates in heroin addicts in Arizona. That was, I wasn't expecting that turn. Uh, That was great. I did try to refinance uh, the old house the other day, and I was like, y'all can go to hell with these numbers. Yeah. That's crazy. My my mortgage company, they called me, wanted me to refinance. Yeah. That That was a quick no. Yeah, that's a hard no. Yeah. Let's pass. Can we save you money? No. You no, you can. can't. You're gonna, you're gonna make me give you more. I don't think so. But uh, anyway, let's put a bow on the show here and enjoy the rest of our evening. You guys feel like playing some NBA Jam? I, I kind of have an itching for it. I am ready. You are ready. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see. We have uh, a lot of guests coming up. You know, again, if you guys want to be part of the magic here, we don't know sports. We'll take any time. But. I think uh, next week we got Ryan Thomas from the Thomas Tech Sports Podcast. So that, that'll be fun. Uh, and then it just keeps going on and on from there. But we are efforting some uh, big names. But, you know, I did want to close with this. You know, I, I messaged you guys earlier. I got a big phone call tomorrow night. How do you guys feel about talking to a, a medium or a psychic? Does that intimidate you at all? I want to talk to a mentalist. A mentalist? No, we're not that high class here. Okay. This is like California psychics level, maybe. I, I would talk to her. I'm excited. You know right? what, tomorrow? I'm going to talk to her tomorrow night. See, we got to make sure it's a good fit. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, it's not locked in yet. Is well, she? Dad? She already knows what questions you're going to ask. Uh, I mean, I know. It's just a formality. I guess she's just trying to get a vibe for the energy to make sure it matches. Right. But I told her, like, you know, none of us are really into, like, tarot cards and that stuff. So, like, we'd have a lot of questions. It's not sports related, but, you know... It's it's information you guys need. No, I agree with that, hundred percent. You know, I mean, I'm I'm willing to talk to that. Give me a flat earther. We were talking about aliens earlier. You know, this is real life. It is. I, I mean, I think most people are on the alien boat now. I do. I mean, 
I was too, pretty. I was a couple decades earlier than everyone else. Yeah, I mean, you were ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens. But either way, I had fun tonight, gentlemen. Let's put a bow on it. We'll say have a good evening. Make sure you follow We Don't Know Sports wherever you get your podcasts on all platforms. We're on social media on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere we could possibly be for you guys. But until next time, have a wonderful weekend. Stay out of the heat. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.